uh, New Year's Eve. And this is how exciting our lives are. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not a Friday night and we're sitting in front of the mics because we have no lives, we're going to well, do we, it know, New Year's Eve. It just seems like the best time to do this. Like, we, you know... You'd think that we'd have lives, I guess. Well, logistically, the weekend is the best time for us to do this. Well, yeah. You know, there's distance to deal with here and jobs and lives that we've talked about and whatnot. And, uh, but I don't know how. You know, the funniest thing is I, I know we were talking in our little private chat we have. <laughs> and, uh, and like, uh. I'm like, well, Bonnie, you know, maybe let's let's do one New Year's Eve. What are you doing? You know, and she's like, I've been waiting for this text all week. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Well, why didn't you say I something before? I sat at work all week going, I know Scott is going to send a message saying, let's record on New Year's Eve. I knew it. Well, I thought we could hang out, too. That's fine. Of course, today I wake up and I'm feeling kind of rough now. And I'm like, oh, great. You know, New Year's Eve, let's party down. And now my... And you're gunky. I, yeah, I, I don't know how I sound in the... I'm, well, well, I guess I'll sound... I'll you fi- sound I'll, fine. I feel it in my, I'm, you know, I've been drinking my coffee here, just trying to keep everything opened Your up. Your spiked coffee? No, no, don't tell the listening audience that. Oh, no. like they don't know you drink every time we do a show. I, I put a little sugar in my coffee. Yeah. It's, it's a little snake bite. What's your sugar called? Johnny Walker yeah. Red. The shit Johnny Walker. The cheap gut, gut rot Johnny Walker. That's my favorite one. It burns as it goes down, I guess. Uh, yeah, we're here. Uh, another show. Been a little while. We've all been kind of busy with the holidays and whatnot and dealing with... <laughs> No, <laughs> you know, just, just bring it up. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, Bonnie, you've had it in your family. I had it in my family. Uh, it's been a hellacious year. I lost my grandma. Yeah, beginning of December, like real, actually the end of November, beginning of December, mm-hmm. my grandma Lambert passed away, and then uh, yeah, well, the following week, my aunt passed away, and then how? Then, and then a week later, my cousin passed away in Tennessee, and then the. My mom wound up in the hospital, and the day she got out, my other cousin in Texas passed away. So I'm just over December and 2016 as a whole. Really, this year, I think, uh, as a whole... You know, a lot of good things happen right. this year. I mean, let, let's be, let's, we, we got to be totally honest here. I mean, Ghostly talks about I mean, it. it. I know we're all excited about that. All shit and death and no, mayhem. We, but... We're doing this thing again. That was my, that's my favorite part about, about this year, I think, is getting this thing fired back up and doing right. the show again. Um, thanks, know. Troy. Thanks, Troy. <laughs> that was a good time of the year, too, was going down to his conference. That was a really great time. Uh, and we're going to do that again, I guess, this, this yes, coming. We're, we we're coming again this year. We're going to be down there at the Hard America Conference. 21st annual yes. Hard America Conference. It's legal. It can drink now. Yeah. <laughs> and we can t- we'll be talking a lot more about that down the road. Uh, but, yeah, that was a, a high point of the year, I think, for all of us. Oh, yeah, definitely. But in general, this year, I think, has just been riddled with death. Oh, yeah. You know, and... You guys aren't the first ones I've had this conversation with uh, as far as, like, what the fuck happened this year? Really, what happened this if year? If 2016 was a person, it would be Negan. <laughs> that's, that's just, that's where we're at right now. And time is Lucille. <laughs> yeah, I, you're right, you're right. This year, I'm starting to get sweats now. Oh, Jesus. I'm, I'm going to die on the air. Uh, can someone get me a mask? Because I don't want to get sick for New Year's. I'm actually starting. Maybe it's the nerves. I'm, I'm nervous to maybe do this show. Maybe it's the alcohol. Just, just go maybe with it. Maybe the alcohol. Alcohol will make you sweat. It makes you relax. Apparently, you don't drink right. What? You drink enough. It'll make you do random things. I, I'm just trying to just... 
Well, it is New Year's Eve, and I'm like, well, okay, I need something. I'm to... not saying it's a bad thing that you're drinking. We make an excuse because we drank saying, on every damn show so far. You I'm know that? saying you two have. I'm saying maybe the alcohol is warming you up, and that's creating. Well, the that's sweats. what I was thinking. Like, I'm gonna make a hot toddy and sweat this shit out of my system, whatever it might be. Um, I, I still Amber thinks I have a virus because you're just coming off of something, right, Amber? Mm-hmm. Um, I went out walking like four miles in like 30 degree ye- weather yesterday, and I, I mean, you inhale that much cold air in your lungs. I think well, that kind of makes you kind of gunky. That's just silly. Well, it felt good though when I got home. It was awesome. Yeah, how I you was feel making about it today. I was making stew today, and I needed to get stew meat. And I said, "Well, I'm going to walk and down the there." The car just was not the logical. No, I wanted to, I wanted to, to get my exercise miles. in. I wanted to get my exercise in, so I got on the road and I walked. You know, I walked down there because it was. I just wanted to get some exercise in, and yeah, it was like 28 degrees out. I walked four miles in that crap. Mm. So I'm blaming it on that. I'm blaming it on the weather that I just kind of messed myself up and I may have pushed myself too hard yesterday. We'll see tomorrow when I wake up how I feel. Uh, so, anyways, what we were saying is, yeah, this year we were thinking about this and talking about this. And literally, we're coming into this show ice cold like we've been doing pretty much. We didn't really talk about what we are going to talk about. Zero preparation. Zero prep. Other than a text on Friday that says, bitches. <laughs> Do you want to do a show on hey, New Year's you Eve? You can't forget the Butters picture I took <laughs> oh, yeah. before that. That, oh, that makes I'm it sorry. cute. That makes I'm it sorry. cute. That made it so cute. I put the picture of Butters and then I say, bitches. Or it may have been Thursday. I don't know. But yeah. every, hey, do you guys want to do a show starts out with bitches. Yeah. Everyone. Well, you're my bitches, right? Um, Amber is your bitch. Mm-hmm. I am a bitch. But... I, I guess, thought we had this all worked out I before, guess before for this. the purpose of ghostly talk, you yeah. can refer to us as your bitches. No, I'm just kidding around. You guys are not my bitches. It's okay. I'll let it slide. No, I, I, I don't I really mean, mean I that. am a bitch. I don't I'll own really that. Mean, I don't really mean that. He does. Leave that. No, I don't. <laughs> I fucking don't. Now cut it out. Send him hate mail. This year sucked ass. Yeah, big time. This year totally sucked ass. Like I more did ass than Ron Jeremy ever thought of seeing. <laughs> Rim shot. What are my sound effects? Are, I don't know if I have a rim shot yet. Well, you know what we have. This <laughs> Doug thought it was hilarious. Uh, so I did actually do a little prep here, and you know, I'm. A, it's, it, you know, there are people, and I've actually gotten emails. Can from you people. put your prep on our screen? Oh, you guys don't see. Oh, you know, I'm sorry. I, I thought I had it up there. That's all right. I just thought we're you still, might want to share. We're with still us. figuring this stuff out here. Yeah, I had it set up before the show. Yeah, but then you had to switch it to. The thing is, is. I know, and I've actually gotten a handful of emails from people that listen to the other podcast I do, and I really haven't talked about that here on this show. I do Talk a, about it. Yeah, real brief. I work for a group called The Movie Sleuth. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually a, it's a website that does movie reviews. Uh, old friend of mine, Chris George, who I grew up with, we played music together back in the day. We, uh, you know, he asked if I want to get involved, and he and he was doing a podcast, and he's like, I, you know, I know you have experience doing this. Would you be interested in coming on and doing the podcast? So I actually do another podcast over at his studio, which is, <laughs> if you guys ever go over there someday, man, you're going to be like, this place totally sucks. Which is I don't code for here. Scott gets around. I get around, yeah. I'm kind of jumping both sides of the fence now. But uh, Chris's studio is absolutely beautiful. It's like it's like a it's a it's a real studio. It, Dude, this is fine. We've yeah. done ghost well, like, talk bare bones. Oh for... yeah, we have, and that's why I really wouldn't change that. But I go over there, and it's kind of like you know plush, comfy seats. Chris has a movie theater. We though. we could have more comfortable seats. That I think he has a popcorn we could machine. Have. We're gonna work on that. 
Yeah, no, Chris, yeah, he has a popcorn. We, we should get a popcorn machine and a hot dog Do station. Do you know what that would sound like? No, because we'll, no, well, we won't yeah, it eat it. it sounds bad enough already. Okay, we can do. We can utilize the hot dog station get, while get recording. Get an ice cream maker. We can eat ice cream on Frozen air Coke without machine. disturbing Frozen things. Coke machine. There you go. Chris actually does have a, he actually has like movie chairs. He's got his basement all decked out. Really? For, and he actually has a big like movie screen in his basement. The guy, that's what he does. He's a movie right. guy. So I've had the pleasure of working on that show with uh, Chris and we've been doing it now for about eight or nine months. And uh, I have had e- emails from people saying, hey, you know, I, I listened to the movie. I was listening, you know, right. I think I may have mentioned it. I may have mentioned it on the air here. You may people, have. People have went over there from the Ghostly Talk fan base here, I guess, and and moved over there and listened to the real crime. So they're like, oh, dude, I listened to the real crime also, and you guys are a ball on there. And so the reason I say that is because on real crime just a couple days ago, I kind of did the same thing, but it was a little more condensed. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, in thinking about this year, and we all do this, especially on New Year's Eve, in retrospect, I'm like, okay, well, not on a personal basis only, but just like, what the hell happened this year? And it's obvious what the hell happened this year. We've been talking about it for the last 10 minutes. Um, we had a slew. And there's reasons for this, I guess. Uh, and if you go on, like, the interwebs now, I mean, yeah, every other article there is people going, my God, this was the worst year ever. We had a million. Everybody died, right? Which It did feel like there was a war on my childhood. Yeah, It yeah, really did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I... I and like Amber, we talked about this before the show, and Amber said the same thing, and I agree. Uh, you know, celebrities die every year. Oh, yeah. I think, every year. I think what, yeah, and I really, I think this is what it is, is that, yeah, this is, we're getting to an age now. Right, where it was a personal onslaught on our childhood. Yeah, well, these people are all getting older. I mean, some of these people, did a, <laughs> they did a shit ton of drugs back in the day. Oh, yeah. And that stuff catches up with you, unfortunately. Yeah, Keith Richards is still kicking. I did see a meme of that that made me laugh. I saw I was on Facebook or something the other day, and somebody did a meme with Keith Keith Richards with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, going, "I bet you thought it was going to be me next year," <laughs> or something like that. I saw one with him reading the paper, and it says, "Hey Mick, look who I outlived today." Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, seriously, if I was a betting woman, I'd be betting on him. But apparently, his drugs had. Something good in them. I watched that documentary. That's kind of speaking of the movies. That's kind of what my job is with the movie sleuths. I do reviews on. I just review like rockumentaries, like the the music documentaries, right. and that's one of the ones I reviewed was uh, the the newest one uh, on Keith Richards. Mm-hmm. I think, but of course, but it's fantastic. And, it, and they shot that thing, and he looks like they show these shots of his hands, and the guy just looks like a statue now. He's like bronzed, like like he's like bronze colored yeah he's, and he's a little leatherish yeah it's amazing and that guy yeah he's still kicking blows my mind yeah um but i think that's what i you know there's nothing supernatural going on here let's just no. say it, okay uh, we're getting old yeah we're getting old our heroes are getting older right and unfortunately this stuff yeah it did happen in two and too condensed of a timeline I right think. I think that really bummed a lot well, of people out. I mean, also, um, nowadays, social media is so prevalent. It's in your face. Yeah, you know it right All away. the time. Like, in the past, I don't watch the news. I can't stand the news. I don't watch it ever. So I don't watch it. Unless someone said, hey, did you hear this person died? I wouldn't know. Yeah. But now, it's 10 seconds after someone kicks the bucket, it's on Facebook. Yeah, it's it's... It's all over the place now, and that is a big difference where this news gets out so much quicker now. Oh, yeah. Uh, and 
this is just you know this is not like this is like only in the last like maybe five years where you have this real onslaught mm-hmm. rapid pace social media contingent now that I mean that's their job is to get the news out I guess I mean I can't fault them for that uh, but yeah it happens and like everybody just freaks out we now. can fault them when you know fake deaths are reported yeah that the, could stop which happens a lot the hoaxing happens a lot too but this year and I have this list here mm. uh, you guys can see it and too. Oh my God! When you put it in list form, you, it's, it's far it's, more it's depressing. It's fucking horrifying. It's, it's horrifying. Far more. And depressing. there were some really other some. You know, I mean, we'll, of course, we're going to touch on the big names, but there were some other people that you know from at least my childhood that were notable. Uh, I mean, let's start with January. Let's just start back in January. Okay. Uh, Pat Harrington Jr., who was on One Day at a Time. I mean, I saw that yep. a few times. Nothing major, but you know, he was. He was. Oh God, what was his name on the show? I don't know. Crap. I just I remember. I just remember the thing. And remember him with his little tool belt around him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot his yep. name. You know what I'm talking about, yep. though. Uh, Angus Scrim. Um, he was and Amber. You know this guy. He was the he was the tall man from Phantasm. You know the big creepy tall. Yeah. He scared the crap out of me when I was younger. That was one of those freaky movies. Those balls running around poking oh, at his yeah. heads and stuff. That was totally creepy. Uh, David Bowie, of course. That that's was the only uh, one I'm bummed about. Yeah, that was January Seriously, 10th. Seriously, that's the only one you're mm-hmm. bummed about? David Bowie was crushing. Yeah, that was crushing. So was Alan Rickman. We start, oh, yeah, We're going to get there. We're going to get Alan. there. We're going to get there, yeah. Those David, two. David that's Bowie it. went on January 10th. Uh, uh, David Margile, Margulies. Margulies, thank you. Uh, he was the mayor in Ghostbusters. I thought that was topical, too. I mean, I, the list I have here, I mean, I, I, I trimmed this down. Oh yeah, because a lot of people have gone. This it kind of went with the people we know of, right? right. Uh, of course, Alan Rickman. Yeah, that one crushed me. Yeah. Crushed Harry Potter, me. Dogma, Dogma, Die Hard, um, great films. Uh, I'm gonna screw this up. I, you know, I don't think I don't think I meant to have on my list. Never mind. Dan Haggerty, uh, The Life and Times of Grizzly Adams, and we all have seen oh, that yeah. dude. I mean, that was like the Alta Beard. God, we watched Grizzly Adams all the time when we yeah, were kids. He passed away on the 15th of January. Abe Vigoda. And, and Godfather, man. That one really... That sucked. Shocked me because I was surprised he was still alive. That sounds he, bad. Yeah, he was old back then. But he, he was, was old back 94. Yeah. And, and this is the thing, too. Like, And this is... We got to mention this. Like, I'm going through this list, and I mean, I had, I had the ages on here, too. And mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. He was 94. Alan Rickman was 69. That was, was relatively young. David right. Bowie was 69 also. Uh, but like Angus Scrim, he was 89. Yeah, like, a lot of them have led they, good yeah, long lives. Yeah, they, you know, they... It doesn't make it hurt any less when yeah. your childhood heroes start knocking off one by one. Yeah, George Gaines from Punky, uh, Punky Brewster, the dad. Mm-hmm. He was 98. Enough's well, enough. Well, he was old in Punky Brewster. He was old in Punky Brewster, yeah. Uh, Tony Burton, he was uh, one of the managers uh, from the Rocky films, mm-hmm. all the Rocky films. He was uh, Apollo Creed's manager, wasn't yes, he? Yes, he was, yeah. You're right. Uh, George Candy, uh, he was from The Naked Gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool Hand Luke, great flick. Uh, Gil Hill, now he's a local guy here. Uh, he was uh, he was actually one the, of the police chief, poli- yeah, police in Beverly Hills. But he cop. was yeah, but he was in but he actually was a real police. Oh, too. I know. Uh, but he was in Beverly Hills Cop. He was in all of them. Uh, so yeah, bummer with that. That's that's January and February. And if you don't feel like you've been kicked in the dick, hold on, it gets better. Yeah, March. Nancy Reagan. March 6th, Nancy Reagan passed away, uh, which, you know, I mean, 
give or take, whoever, whatever you like. Uh, that that was a pretty big blow. Like, holy crap, that yeah. was that's a big part of I mean, for us. I know that was a big part of our childhood. Now, Ronald Reagan. Oh yeah, that administration was that was Ronald, very notable. Ronald Reagan, <clears throat> when he was running, that was the first time in school they forced us to get involved in the election and pay attention yeah. and pick a side and choose your, you know. Yeah. I know. What's important to you? That was the first time I ever paid attention to politics. Sir George Martin, was the, he was the producer on the Beatles albums. Mm-hmm. 90 years old, he passed away on the 8th of March. Scroll for us. Oh, sorry. Moving right along here. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, there's March. Uh, Keith Emerson, Emerson Lake and Palmer, uh, the keyboardist. He was 71, he passed away. Now, I think that was some... I, I, I'm, we lost two guys. You know, well, well, he just passed away. Let's just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to try to speculate. I don't remember. Frank Sinatra Jr., 72 years old on the 16th of March. Rob Ford. Yay! <laughs> he was 46. No surprises there. I mean, if you've seen Rob Ford, mayor yeah. of Toronto, uh, that guy had kind of a checkered history over the last couple of years, and I think it I think that I may have just gotten to him and killed him over, uh, but he was not really in good health in the first place. Gary Shandling. Another, now, this I is the theme, the Gary, Gary show. show. Come on, man. What a great it. show. Amber, are you bored over there? No. I'm... She's trying to read. Oh, you're trying to read. You want me to turn it no, towards I, you no, more? Okay. Yeah, Gary Shandling passed away. I just see Amber kind of going, she's doing, she's going, <laughs> she's like, like a clock, like a clock weight. She's uh, our pendulum. So that's, yeah, that was uh, March. We lost Gar- Gary Shandling on the 24th of March. April, we lost Merle Haggard. And um, that one? That sucked. Hey, you may not be into country music. I like country music. That was a well, crushing blow. Merle Haggard was one of those. He was he was one of those ones that even the metal dudes thought. Oh, about. yeah. Like, you know, he's like another Cash to us. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, really, exactly. Uh, metal guys always love Cash because it's just so heavy. It's heavy music, you know. Uh, Doris Roberts, uh, she was in Everybody Loves Raymond, the mother. Yep. She was also uh, in Christmas Vacation, a one of the greatest Christmas movies ever made. I'm surprised at her age. I did not think she was that old. She was 90. Yeah, I yeah. did not think she was. Yeah, that she old. did. She wore it well. Oh yeah, she wore it totally well. China, the, <laughs> the wrestler China. That one her. really didn't shock me. Yeah, she was kind of a train wreck. Uh, and then, of course, at the twenty first of April, we lost Prince. Yeah, that one was shocking, and not because I was like, "Oh my God, Prince's daddy's the greatest thing since sliced bread," but. Prince was a huge part of my childhood. He was a huge part of anybody's childhood. You, you could, I don't care what you were into. Prince is just one of those guys. He covered every genre. Mm. And I don't care who you are, you're going to dig a Prince song. And I mean, after, I'll, I'll just be honest, send all the hate mail you want, I don't care. After Purple Rain, I didn't give a shit what Prince did. Oh, really? I really didn't. I did not like his music after Purple Rain. Whatever. Don't have to be, be. I love that song. I love Kiss. That song is the shit. That song is so cool. Oh, my God. That was after Purple Rain. So horrified right now. You should never try and sing Prince. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to me, that was just a personal preference. Yeah, Yeah, no, no, that's fine. I didn't care for him after that, but I still, prior to, loved the man and thought he was a genius. I think the whole point, though, is just that guy touched everybody. Oh, yeah. He was one of those artists that just touched everybody. Oh, yeah. And not Much in like the David creepy Bowie. Michael Jackson way. Yeah. He just, <laughs> he touched your soul, not God. your We're going to have the Jacksons parts. on the phone here any minute. Uh, whatever. I talk smack about Michael Jackson on this show many times. Uh, yeah, so 
much like David Bowie, I mean, yeah, Prince, those are the those two yeah. are, I know are the big ones this year. It really blew people apart. Oh, yeah. Uh, David Bowie touched everybody. I don't, again, I don't care what kind of music you're into. That's just, those were people you, you know, that you were into. That's the music that you, even if it wasn't your stuff. Right. They touched you. Right. Uh, May. Uh, was kind of a light month, yeah. at least on our list here. Uh, Alan Young, uh, who was ninety six, he was in he was a Mr. Ed. I mean, yeah, that's uh, one of my parents' shows. So, yeah, uh, Burt Kwok. You know, I don't have any notes on that one. I have that on my list, but I I think he was. Never mind. I'm not even gonna try. I'm not gonna sit here and do this. But Hamid Ali was June third. Scroll. Oh, sorry. June, June, June. Well, Hamid Ali, June third. We lost him. He was seventy four. I mean, yeah, and he was. Pretty much, he's been kind of done. For now the, last the next years. one I'm going to tell you right now. Crush yeah, this me. This is this is one Crush for you. Me. Yeah, Gordy Howe, uh, homeboy here, uh, Detroit Red Wings. Uh, what years did you know? What years he played? <sighs> I don't. I mean, I'm just curious. Not, not, I'm not a big hockey fan, so I don't. But not I, I mean, right off knew the top Howe of my was. head, but Gordy Howe was. Gordy Howe was home. Yeah, yeah. That one crushed me. That crushed a lot of people. Uh, Anton Yelchin, who was in the new Star Trek movies, mm-hmm. he was also in a really cool flick that we all dug over at the movie site called uh, called Green Room, which is kind of a horror flick. It actually has Patrick Stewart, so there's another Star oh, Trek. Oh, really? Reference. Yeah, Patrick Stewart's in that movie. Uh, cool horror flick, uh, and that was a that's a shitty one. That was a shitty one because that was an accident. Yeah, that was a total accident. He was 27 years old. That's the sad one, man. That mm-hmm. one really kind of bummed us out because that was one of those guys who was like on his way. Yeah. He oh yeah, very, he totally was. Yeah, yeah, and he's you know good films he was in. He was you know his career was on its way, and it was a total stupid accident. Mm-hmm. Car car basically come out of gear and crushed him. Uh, just horrible, horrible thing that bummed us all out. Uh, Jerry Doyle in July on July twenty seventh, he was in Babylon five, mm-hmm. uh, which I used to watch a lot. Um, going into August, yeah, July was a light month too. Yeah. Uh, going into August, uh, David Huddleston. Huddleston, uh, he was in the Big Lebowski. He was in Blazing Saddles. He played like the old guy in uh, in the Big Lebowski. Just to give you a picture of that guy, he was the the Korean in the Korean War vet. He was that guy. Uh, Kenny Baker, he was R two D two. Yeah, the that ne- was a sucky one too. Yeah, the uh, next one's really hard. Too. July thirteenth, Gene Wilder. That's just you know, I mean, another one. That right? one, that that one, I equate to like. When Robin Williams passed, yeah, oh, that yeah. was crushing to me because yeah. I love Robin Williams. That that just hurt. That, and yeah. Gene Wilder, I view the same way. I love the man's movies. He's just yeah. He's when we lost fucking, Robin Williams, brilliant. When we lost Robin Williams, that was when we had that big. Fl- that was like what not two years ago. Yeah, two, two years ago. Two was, or three years ago, I think. Um, it was during that big nasty rain we had mm-hmm. where all the flooding happened. It was like that day. So we're out here trying to shovel water on our driveways, and my neighbors come over and say, did you hear Robin Williams died? I'm like, what happened? They're like, suicide. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, um, that was sad. I mean, that's not this year, obviously, but no, you bring but that up. That I, one I, I equate Gene Wilder's passing to Robin Williams' yeah. passing. To me, they were both... Geniuses. I mean, even Iron Maiden wrote a song about Robin Williams on their last record right. called Tears of a Clown. I mean, it, it's about Robin Williams. They, they love the guy that much. You they know? were like, both fucking geniuses yeah, to me. They, they totally were. Uh, John Polito, uh, he was in a movie called Miller's Crossing. I, I don't know if anybody's seen that movie. It's a really mm-hmm. cool flick. Uh, I just kind of threw it on there. That was more of a personal thing for me, but I liked him a lot. He was on the 1st of September. Uh, Hugh O'Brien, The Life and Legend of Wyatt Earp. Now, I like I was a Wyatt Earp fan, too, so saw that. I couldn't help myself. Uh, oh, yeah, Carmen Carr, uh, The Sound of Music. 
Mm-hmm. She was only 73. She was relatively young, too. Uh, that was September. October. Scroll. I'm oh, sorry. He's <laughs> Pete. Where are we at? We in October? October. Here? There's just so much death to talk about. I can't keep up with I it. I know. Uh, October. And it's sad that you have to scroll this many times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, October uh, was kind of a light month also. Kevin Meany, he was, a, he was an Uncle Buck. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Candy, who we also lost. Jeez, it's just, every, everybody's dead on here. It's just, it's, Leonard Cohen, November 7th, man. That was a nasty yeah. one, too. That messed people Because he was up. brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. 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 Uh, Florence Henderson on November 24th, the Brady Bunch. Ma Brady. I mean, yeah, come Ma on. Ma Brady, dude. Uh, really, really, really. She was 82. Fritz Weaver, uh, he now I mentioned him also because he was in the movie Creep Show, mm-hmm. the first Creep Show. If you remember the ones, the, you know that was obviously a bunch of stories. The one called the Crate with that that nasty monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the the husband. You know, oh God, oh. <laughs> I love that you put the next one on there. I love it. Well, you know, I it's notable. It is. And it how that fuck, how that fucker lived to be ninety eight. How did he live to be 98 and he ate one of his creations once a week? He did? Yep. Okay, so yeah, Jim Delegati, uh, McDonald's franchisee, he created the Big Mac. And that's all your, That's the last time you're ever going to hear about McDonald's on this show. <laughs> Probably not, but... I hope at least. Uh, but yeah, he 98, maybe there's something to this this fast food thing. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I doubt it. Start eating fast food. That was, uh, that was the end of November. Going into December here, where we're at right now still technically... Uh, Don Kelfa, uh, he was Arnie from the Return of the Living Dead, one of my favorite zombie mm-hmm. flicks. He was uh, just, you know, not a major role, but he was there. Uh, Billy Chapman, I didn't, I didn't put any notes for that one. Damn it! All right, move on. Greg Lake, that's what I was mentioning earlier. Yep. Emerson Lake and Palmer, he passed away at sixty-nine. So <laughs> two thirds of that band's gone. Now. Was not a good year yeah. for Emerson Lake and Palmer. No, that was, yeah, they lost the majority of their band. Uh, Alan Fick. God, you know, that's another one that messed people up, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Zaja Gabor? Yeah. Do I, need, I mean, I don't even need to mention You don't have to say anything. Uh, Carrie Fisher. That. Well, that's, yeah. That's what we're leading up to. All these other ones were more or less for me, I guess, were the warm-up act to this one. Carrie Fisher on the 27th of December, just a couple days ago. And then the next day, her fucking mom passes away also. Right. Uh, Debbie Reynolds passes away. Um, Now, that was the one that really, I was like, okay, what? After all this crap we just talked about, we spent the last 15 minutes talking about this, I think. And then that, we end the year with Carrie Fisher, which to me... I just went and saw Rogue One a week and a half ago, which was just fantastic. If you haven't seen that flick, go check it out. It's great. Haven't seen it. Uh, you know, she was kind of getting back. You know, she was back. We saw The Force Awakens last year. She had a lot of, you know, a lot of parts in that. It was great. And it just seemed so sad that she was kind of going to, everything was going to come full circle for her, I think. You know, with the whole Star Wars thing again, right? Yeah. And we lost her. She just had a massive heart attack. It's 60 years old. Very young. Very young. Uh, we lost her, and then again the next day, her mom Debbie Reynolds passed away. Yeah, and that one's even more gut wrenching when um, a lot of the stories that came out said that uh, Carrie's brother—I want to say his name is Todd—okay—he had said in interviews that right before she had the stroke, Debbie was saying, "I just miss her so much. I want to be with Carrie." That's crushing. Well, that's what kind of got me. On this whole thread here was those two people. Mm-hmm. Why I wanted to spend this kind of time on this, on this show. Because 
as I said a few minutes ago, my grandma passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, I should know this at the 27th of November. I was, we were there for it. Which, right. That, that's a soul. That's a life changer right there. Oh, yeah. I've seen people die. I can say it on the air. I've seen people die before. So have I. Um, all of them up until this point were people I didn't really know and really right. didn't care much about, to be honest with you. But seeing a loved one like that go right there, yep. that really changes the fiber of who you are. Oh, yeah, it does. That I held my you. grandfather's hand until he took his last breath. Yeah, that's... It, it changes who you are. Yeah, I, and that was in Tennessee. You know, my grandma was you know down mm-hmm. in Tennessee, too. And I said that to my, you know, my dad. Um, I was like, you know, we're coming... You and I, Dad, because my dad was there, of course, too. Mm. Um, I'm like, you know, you know what my dad said was, you know, I'm, I'm glad we were there to be there. With her. Right. I'm like, well, yeah, of course. But at the same time, oh, boy, mm-hmm. that's, it's that hard batters to you hard. It's, that it's... batters you. So um, I know we were coming back from there, different people. Oh, yeah. Totally. Totally different people. And um, didn't just, you know, that coupled with all this other stuff happening. Now, what I, the thread I was on here is, you know, my grandfather, my grandma's hus- husband, of course, mm-hmm. he passed away in 2000. And that was sudden. He, that was sudden. He was 76. He had a, he had a heart attack in the mm-hmm. yard. And those two were attached to the hip. They really were, like like I've, I've said to people about this, I'm like, I, you know, you could tell those people were truly in love. Oh, yeah. They were truly in love. They really were into each other still after, you know, after the children, well, my dad. And, you know, just... Being married and all those things, you could tell they still very much depended on each other, and they very much were in love. So when my grandpa went, that was like, oh, how the hell is grandma ever going to... She defied the odds, How is too. she ever going to, you know... We thought, like, okay, sell the house down there, get back up here with your family here in Michigan, and, you know, just stay right. with us. And I don't want to go too much into it, but... This has been, the last four years have been really tough on our family because my grandma, her, you know, mm-hmm. she's done 16 years on her own. Right. You know, 10 points to her, right? Um, but, of course, the last few years, her health has been getting, you know, declining more and more. And every time she coughed, bunny eyed, my dad's got to get on a plane and fly down there. Right. right. And I did see her in October. I went down there to visit her for a few days, and I wanted to have the talk with her again because mm-hmm. she had a car accident a couple months before that, and now we were really worried. Right. Like, she can't drive. Right. right? Um, and I said, you know, Grandma, look... Um, you really need to get up here with your family. Yeah. You you, you got to think about this. We want to be here for you. We want to take care of you. We can't do that six, 700 miles away. We want to keep an eye on you and help you out. Right. Um, and what she told me, she's like, look, Scott, I know we've had this conversation before, but this house we're sitting in right now is the greatest thing uh, your grandfather and I ever did. Mm-hmm. We never thought in a million years we'd ever be able to live in a house like this. This was like the most amazing thing that we did together. So based on that, I'm not leaving. Right. And I understand that. I understand that, too. And I said, well, let's just finish our coffee because I have no argument here. Right. I can't. I, and I told my dad that. I'm like, you know, look, Dad, I had to talk with her again. And the way it's going to be is you're going to call her one day because he talked to her every day. And... She's not going to answer. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all we can do. Right. We 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 can feel as bad as we want. We can't change this. This is what she wants. <clears throat> In short form, thankfully, we were able to get down there. Yeah. And be with her. In her last moments. Uh, so I'm very happy about that. But at the same time, I'm it, you know, 
It's it, it's it, extremely it, draining and it shakes you at the coil, man. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it does. It, it, it's it, it and it drains you too. Yeah. Um, so I thought about that, like you know, with 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 Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher. I guess it, you know. I think a person can just give up. Well, I mean, in truth, no parent should ever outlive their child. No, no, ever. no parent wants to see their kid die. They don't ever. want to bury their child. Um. But I thought about my grandma and my grandfather, and I was like, well, you know, my grandma... She defied the odds. She defied the odds. But I could tell you right now, she was just waiting for it, too. I mean, yeah. I don't mean that in a disrespectful way at all. I, w- I spent a lot of time with her, and anytime my grandfather came up, she would just break down. Yeah. She just couldn't deal with it. But she did defy the odds, because, you know... <laughs> Usually when someone's been married that long... 50 years. And one of them passes away. The yeah. other usually goes within a year. Yeah. And and that's how it was for my mom's parents. My grandfather passed away the the year after my grandmother yeah. did. Yeah. Um, so that was something that really struck me, you know. But at the end of it, you know, when this whole thing went down, I remember telling my dad, I'm like, look, she got what she wanted. Mm-hmm. She won. You know, we got to really take our hats off to her for that. Yeah, it's been a rough road for everybody here. But she didn't take the easy way out. Right. Which I wouldn't have faulted her for. We know what we're talking about here. I wouldn't have faulted her for that in a second. I'd be like, you know what? Hey, that's cool. No problem. I get it. Right? Mm -hmm. But she didn't do that. Right. She thought about the big picture, I think. And I really do tip my hat to her. Um, So there is, you know, something like Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds. That, to me... I said earlier, like this list right here, there's nothing supernatural going on here. No. But Carrie Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds, I don't know if that's supernatural, but I think a person can say, I've had enough. I'm done. Well, I don't know if it's that or if you just die of a broken heart. Well, people have said, is that is that some way you can really die? Yes. You think that that I do. You you could be shaken so hard mentally. Uh, that it'll actually affect your physical body. And we know. Yes, well, it, I do. It's, it's a proven fact that your mental state can affect your physical body. Mm-hmm. It can totally affect your physical body. I mean, it happens to me. I know it happens to all of us. We all have our tics. When we get stressed out, our body responds in a certain way, yeah. right? So I wonder, and, and the grand the grand one of all of them is where if you can say, look, I just don't want to live anymore. Mm-hmm. Can you actually, I'm not talking about suicide. Yeah. No, I'm talking I mean, about, like, give up. I just don't want to live anymore. And can you literally just die like if you were that i don't care what and not just a death of a loved one or if you could just be at such a low point in your life mm-hmm. i'm not talking about any type of overdose or any type of suicide it, or anything it wouldn't here. surprise me could you just say i'm checking out it wouldn't Boop. surprise me i'm turning my porch light off i'm done right i think that may be what the case was here that's what i believe i guess is <laughs> i think she was that grief stricken mm-hmm no parent wants to see their child die. Right. And um, plus, didn't she? Didn't Carrie have a heart attack on Christmas Eve? Twenty seventh. No, she passed on the twenty seventh. Oh yeah, she did. It was Christmas Eve when she had. She was on an airplane. She was on an airplane. She was getting ready to fly, and she had a massive heart attack. They had to take her off the plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Christmas Eve. Um, that really had just has me interested. That idea. Yeah. Right. Um, can you really just check out like that without any type of assistance, let's say, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, can you literally just shut down and say, I'm done? 
I don't know if it's even supernatural either. I think it may just be a physical thing. Like my it mind very well could be. does not want to drive this tank anymore. Right. I don't want to drive this tank anymore. I'm tired of being. I I want to be done. I want to I want to move on to something else. Uh, it's an interesting thought. Um, but really, um, given this topic and this subject matter, this year just sucked ass. Oh, <laughs> it's the worst. Well, I mean, not just that. Like. It, Despite all the celebrity deaths, I mean, for four months out of the year, my mom was in and out of the hospital. So, yeah. for me, 2016 has been a bastard. I, I, I can't remember. And, and that's the other thing about this, though, too, is, like we said, people die every year. Oh, yeah. Every day. Why is this year being magnified so much? Because that's our childhood yeah. heroes. Yeah. So... It's, we're we're it's, seeing that. It's more to the forefront with us because that's the people we grew up with. That's the people we loved. And social media puts it in our face. Yeah. Every second of every day. You can't get away from it. Yeah. Um, I think that's where it is. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think it's... These are prolific people, though, too. I right. Mean, you know, we're talking about David Bowie, Carrie Fisher, Prince... These weren't just. There's a lot of people on but here. They that, were, me, but they were. They were. Let's be honest. 80s icons, 70s and 80s yeah, icons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is our childhood. Yeah, yeah, totally. So it's going to affect us. Oh uh, yeah. I just noticed that. That's what had me thinking about this though too. Is that this is just? I mean, there's. I've read article upon article. Just, just. You know, clickbait shit. Oh yeah. On Facebook, for example, uh, where it's like, well, this year, man, holy crap, the year the Reaper just ran the show. Blah blah blah. You know, know, snappy taglines and whatnot. And I mean, I didn't do any research to see what the average is of celebrity deaths in any given year, but this was this was morbid enough, I think, right here. I actually took the time to make a list like this, and I did think about the same thing you thought about. Like, I'm gonna take like the last three or four years. And look at all the celebrity deaths and right. see if this year, I thought about that. I'm like, that's too much here. Yeah. That, that, I mean, no. I, I haven't looked into that. If someone wants to look into that and knock your socks off, more power to you. Yeah, yeah. But people die every year. People die every day. People die every minute. Yeah. Uh, it's a natural thing These of life. These are just that. people that were very near and dear to our childhood. Yeah. Um, so I think... This was, yeah, this that's all there is to it, man. Mm-hmm. This this was just one of those years. And we're sitting here on New Year's Eve. And, you know, again, there's not really much prep goes into this show. Again, anymore. we're we putting know. a close to the death and moving into 2017. That's what I want to do. Well, yeah. In a positive vibe. Yeah, I want, I want to close this thing out and move on because I think, I mean, as a person... I, I, and we were talking before the show, and I'll, I'll be blunt. I, with how happy I am and where I'm at in life. I'm very pleased. I'm Mm -hmm. satisfied. Right. I deal with, I've dealt with people though. And I am, you know, that are just, they're just hitting rock bottom. And it's like, I've been doing a lot of like, what do you call it? Motivational reading. Mm -hmm. Just to, just to see, not really to try to like, Oh my God, what do I need to do? My life sucks. I just kind of want to look at these lists they make and stuff like that to see, Am I thinking like this? Right. Am I already there? But like, that's that's one of the things, like, the people that you and I had spoken about prior to the show. Yeah. It's also one of those things where 
if you want to get out of that situation, you have to want to help yourself. Yeah, yeah. And based on what you've told me, <laughs> yeah, they have no desire to do that whatsoever. Yeah. So no matter what you or anyone else yeah. does to try and help their situation along, once you remove your help, it's right back to where they were because they have no desire to change their position. Yeah. Um, I know over the years, even working in the paranormal, for example, that's my stupid. Oh, I'm, I'm in trouble. That? That's my phone going off. I'm I'm totally. God, even I know. Amber, you are being way too quiet. Yeah, Amber, are you part of the show anymore? I'm on the. What does Deborah think? I'm on the Pizza Hut app. Are you ordering pizza? I'm looking. What? We got stew upstairs. I don't want your stew. What is? We, what made, is, a, we made a nice stew. What? I don't want your stew. What does Deborah think about all these deaths? I'm turning my phone down. Deborah, come on! Oh, oh! No, I thought it was Barbara. No, it no, it's Debra. Deborah. What it's you Deborah. changed the name? Yeah, she only comes out for conflicts. Remember? But I want to know what she thinks about all the deaths, conflicts or not. There's no conflicts. Deborah needs come out. We, we there's no conflicts. Talk. Can you please get Deborah? No, she won't come because there's no conflicts. Well, I can make a conflict. Okay, who's conflict. Who's, who's someone else we can pull out? How about Hoss? I haven't heard from Hoss in a long time. Hoss isn't part of this show. Hoss is part He's of the a show. child molester, Scott. <laughs> I didn't know he was a child molester. We can stop right there. That was the greatest line in the show. Okay, never mind. I don't want to talk to Hoss. As a matter of fact, get him the fuck out of here. What the fuck? I'm disturbed by you so much right now. What the hell was but that? But I love you even more. We got a nice stew upstairs How and I want to up order pizza. That? Why do you want to order pizza? Because it's New Year's Eve and I want stuffed crust pizza. I don't want your stew. I made a nice stew. I'm going to get a oh. fire going later. No. It's going to be really nice here. It's going to be warm. I already ate the stew. I don't want to eat stew for dinner again. The stew is like, like, outstanding. A sweatshop. Okay, stop saying stew. <laughs> Because I don't want to hear it anymore. You haven't had the stew um, yet. No, I haven't had the you stew. You should try the stew. The stew's good. I spent hours on that stew. you got to add stuff to it. No, I don't, damn it. It's, I followed the recipe exactly. No. It tastes fine. You just can't eat anything without fucking salt on it all the no, time. No, I, I, I like, I I like eat to eat food. stuff with I flavor. I would person. just like to say, for the record, this argument is the same argument I walked into the door to. Like what's that? The second stew was mentioned, Amber immediately attacked it. That as, pisses me as, off. As soon as I got here, it happened. That's bullshit. That uh, stew is just fine. It was fine once I added stuff to it. What what was wrong with the stew? I want to know. I want you to tell me what was wrong with my stew. Uh, Clearly, it wasn't it seasoned was just properly. Like, according yeah, it was to like her. it was basically. It's an old Western recipe. It's yeah, not supposed to have. We're not playing. They didn't have sriracha back in the old West. I'm sorry, they didn't have that stuff. Well, this back is then. an Oregon Trail, so it was just beef and like two carrots and a piece of celery and some uh, water. I there's not. I have to say, she does not make it sound appetizing. <laughs> Regardless of that, why are we even talking about the fucking stew at this point? I'm, I'm angry now. I don't want to talk anymore. I just oh fuck, my god! Because you guys were trying show. to coax out and conflict resolution, Deborah. Well, you got a conflict now. <laughs> Get the bitch out here. I, I, I'm upset. What does Deborah think about the stew? Yeah, we have a conflict now. So where's Deborah at? 
She supports me, and she wants <laughs> New Year's Eve pizza. Deborah's actually standing here whispering in Amber's ear. She just doesn't want to talk. Come on, Deborah. Come on, Deborah. She's not going to come out. You are such a freaking tease, dude. This is ridiculous. It's spontaneous. Like, I can't. You even said it. Oh, what were we talking about? I forgot. Death. Death. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and stew. That is the topic of this stew, show. Stew, stew. I want to I move into 2017. Well, we were, no, this is what we were talking about. Uh, we've talked about, you know, over the years, and, you know, we talk about Doug here, right? But that was one of the things, like, you know, back in, I was talking about just, just, just toxic people, mm. and we've talked about that, you know, on the show. I don't know if it's good that you said Doug right before you. No, 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 no. Of course not. No, Doug's okay. Farther, but Doug was one of those guys who, over the years, like with ghostly talk, touching so many different facets and people, like mm-hmm. we did back then. You know, the old show. Um, you come across a lot of maniacs. Let's just oh, yeah. call a spade a spade here. Um, and it got to a point sometimes where, you know, I was the one thinking like, well, we don't want to make people mad. We want to make, you know, we want to make everybody happy because mm-hmm. I actually cared back then. <laughs> and I was always trying to be the diplomat here, right? And where Doug normally was the diplomat. But in those situations, I always found it interesting because Doug would be like, he did what? Or she did what? Or whoever would. Don't talk to me. They're done. Tell them to go away. We're, 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 we're jettisoning this person or people or whatever it might be away from us because we don't need that negativity in our right. lives, right? And that's something I've been thinking about, uh, especially over the last year. There's just been a lot of things I know that's happened with me, at least, uh, where... Is this where you end our friendship? Yeah, this is... I'm, I'm building up to okay. that. Yeah. All right. I just want to prepare myself for we're, when it we're, hits me. I know myself. I know all of us are working... We're always trying to better ourselves. Right. Every day I want to try to learn something new. I want to read something. I want to figure something out. And it seems funny that I have come in contact with a lot of people that aren't even, they just, they're completely they the opposite. Don't care. And I'm like, well, what? And I've got, literally, over the last week, I've thought about this stuff. And I'm like, you know, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I putting myself in that arena right. when I don't need to be there? Right, and that's something I know. Talking about the new year, and I guess you call them New Year's resolutions, right? I have none. That's, I guess, that's a resolution for me. Is that I'm going to start doing? A, I think I'm going to do a, a clean and sweep here, and say, okay, look, um, I need positive people. I need to be. I want to sur- be surrounded by people that care. You know, right? And they want to. They're working every day to better themselves. Not, not the opposite. Um, that's one thing I've thought about too. Um, when it comes to 2017, I know it's one of the things I want to do. And, I mean, that's going to take this show into 2017 also. And that's what we're going to do with the show. And we're all on board with that idea. You know, we're going to make this thing better and bigger and however we want to do it. Um, I don't really don't know at this point yet. Amber has just got pizza on the brain. I can tell. Amber's sitting here. I'm watching you right now as I'm talking. And you just got, you're literally dreaming about pizza. I can see it in your eyes. And I know you. Stuff crust. <laughs> That's something I want. I was thinking about though with the show and moving into 2017 is just that. Um, I think we talked about from the very beginning here that this is going to be a much more of a streamlined kind of lean oh, type yeah. of thing. And I don't want to. I know. I know. If we started like putting our feelers out like we used to back in the day, it would stir up just a shitstorm. Oh. And it would be, in a week we'd be like, oh my god, this person said that. Oh my god, this person. And it's like you know you can't ignore everything, right? Right. And it's just something that's like I don't want to do that no more 
I, I don't want to deal I, with that I don't, anymore. I don't, I don't want to have that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Ghostly Talk was fun for me. Ghostly Talk was always fun for me. But yeah. I think that was 90% hanging out with you and Doug every week and occasionally Amber and walking out on interviews to go watch a hockey game that was in overtime. <laughs> I mean... <clears throat> Yeah, those were the highlights of Ghostly Talk for me. Not to take anything away from anyone that we interviewed yeah, yeah. or any of that. It's Ghostly Talk was always fun for me, but there was a lot of behind the scenes drama, not within ourselves. No, we all got along just fine. We've but, always been open about that. I mean, it was quite a bit of headaches towards the end. So yeah, no, yeah. I don't want it to get back like that either. Yeah, it's and that's just my thought thread going into 2017 how I've meditated this week is going to be that still and it's kind of what we let off here with the show anyways a couple Mm -hmm. months ago was you know we're going to be doing this a whole different way now Uh, we just don't want to get into that shit storm again right it's it's just no fun it sucks uh, and it's hard to maintain and I don't want to feel obligated to have to do that I like you know sitting at work and my phone just blows up, and I know that the first line is going to be bitches. <laughs> I, I like that. This has been very spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, that's a thing, too. I thought about that now with how we're doing the show now. And we did have a lot of crap hit. December was a shitstorm for everybody. You know? Oh, yeah. Along, just t- let's take the holidays out of the equation for a second here. Uh, it was a shitstorm for everybody. So mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, well, if we were trying to do, like, this regular... Oh no, that would not have happened. We'd have we'd have blown the schedule right out. We'd have all kinds I'd of have, problems. I'd have been on the phone with you every week. Like, frankly, ghostly I talk was the last it. thing on my mind up until about four or five days ago. Right. I, I didn't even think about it for a couple of weeks because I'm like I, I have other things we have to deal with here. I have family. Mm-hmm. I have to deal with my family. And I have to all do of that, even before, all of that always comes first. Always. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Always. Um, so it was, this is kind of a weird thing. The reason we're talking about that, it's just, it's kind of foreign to us because coming from what we used to do, and this is, I guess we're just trying to get used to it, which is, it's a good thing. It's a great thing. I'm really happy. I, I like our lack of structure. I like I, it a I lot. I like our and motivation and organization. <laughs> <laughs> And quality. I mean, I like it all. Uh, it's, it's yeah. We're really happy with our shortcomings. <laughs> we're proud. We're proud of our shortcomings. And we have no desire to change them. So no, if you're I looking know. for change know, in 2017, track down Obama and find out where it is because we have no change for you. Oh God, we're gonna go political now. Oh, dude. I'm just saying, well, he's the one 2017 is going to suck politically, and I ha- I couldn't help but look at this picture of Uncle Sam flipping me off with an upside-down pentagram, <laughs> and I thought, well, that's fitting. Oh, is that, on my, about is, that, right. is that on the rack mount? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what that came from. That's well, not... that's 2017. I, I, re- I really wasn't going that's... political. I'm just saying, he's the one that promised the change. If you're looking for change, go, go see him. We got nothing for you. When is it? Three weeks from now? The inauguration is going to be happening or whatever? January 20th. January 20th? Mm-hmm. That's going to be a weird day. Very. It's going to be a very... And I mean, I'm not going to say... I don't think we want to talk... No. What You believe what you want to believe. I'm not one of those people that's going to shame anybody for who... If you voted for Trump, that's fine. That's who you I, voted for. I think... That's what's my biggest problem with this election here's, was that. Here's, here's how I go into this. And I've done it with every president since I started voting. I Have you? hope for the really? best. 
Ronnie, you slut. I know. I get around. <laughs> I hope for the best, but I fully expect the worst from every single one of them. I don't... Yeah. I have never gone into, hey, this person's president. Woohoo! Our lives are going to be awesome now. No. No, doesn't. I pretty much expect, regardless of who's in office... That at some point in those four years, I'm going to have to bend over and grab my ankles. Yeah. And I'm not going to like it. No. And I fully expect that. So. Well, that's the thing I've, I've always found, you know, these elections that happen, especially the presidential elections, this is the biggest, most grandiose, insane mm-hmm. thing. You can't get away from it. Um, and you, and what blows my mind, and I guess it's just because I have a different viewpoint. I mean, I have my opinions too. But you just put, you just hit the nail on the head. What really is going to change? Nothing. I mean, at some point, okay, regardless of which side wins, there's always going to be half of the country that is unhappy. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Whether Trump is a shitstorm or not, half of, the co- half of the country is already going into it. Yeah. Fucked. Yeah. Because they didn't get their way. They didn't get what they wanted. If the roles were reversed, it would be the same thing. Yeah. Every single thing Hillary did would have been met with resistance from the other side. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't matter who wins or loses. In the end, we're the ones that lose. Yeah. Every I year. Don't, I, and that's what blows my mind, is, is especially watching this election, just... I watched a couple of those debates because oh I, I, mean, I just wanted to be entertained. I, I watched really about twenty minutes of each debate, and then I couldn't take anymore. They were hilarious. They were. It was a solid shitstorm. It was a shitstorm, and but I, I look at the people like you, you, they have these rallies, and you just have these mm-hmm. people there, and they're who, rabid. Well, whoever they're rooting for, you know, whatever whatever horse they're betting right. on, right? Whichever they're, side, they're just like. I look at the can. I, I watch the TV, and you look at these people, and they are just so excited. We're gonna, mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna change everything. We're gonna, t- it's gonna be. We're gonna go right back to the way it used to be. Which, you know, back the way it used to be in the good old days, people were bitching back then too. Oh yeah. So I don't know what There's the good old days were. There was never been any good old days. A time in anyone's life where they were like, woohoo! Yeah. The president is awesome, and yeah. he's doing great. There's always one third to one half of the country that thinks whoever is in office is a complete and total fucking moron yep. that is bending us over and ass-raping us on a daily basis. Jesus, I, I paint a pretty picture, but that's how I view politics at this particular well, yeah, and that's point what in time. Really still, at this point, I mean... There's not a single person out there that is going to save anyone. There's not a single person out there that's going to make America great again. Yeah. There's not a single person out there that is going to undo every bad thing that every president before them has done. That's impossible. It's, it's completely impossible. It's not going to happen. It's, it's up false. to you. It's up to you exactly. as a person to and better if, yourself. If, if you don't like where the country is, get more involved. Yeah. Don't Do sit things. on your couch and say, well, that motherfucker, blah, 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 blah. Don't be a keyboard warrior on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Get out and fucking do something. And that's what we see. Uh, and I'm done. Now. No more politics. Uh, over. Holy crap. Throws the mic down, walks away. <laughs> that, doom, doom, that's doom, doom. how I feel about it. Did you just beat the table? That was her mic dropping. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't have a sound for a mic dropping. I have to find one, I guess. I'm still working on that. So yeah, this going into this year, we we're gonna have to we're gonna see that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Just how to feel go about into it. it 
Hoping work for hard. the best, preparing for the worst. Go into it and work hard. If you're prepared for an absolute shitstorm and it's just a mild shitstorm, you're going to be pleased. Well, you remember Clyde Lewis? Mm-hmm. He's still on. He's still on, yeah. I, I, every once in a while, I listen to his show. Uh, I... Back in those, back in the early days, I was an avid listener of Clyde Lewis. I think he's one of the best delivery men in the business. Mm-hmm. He's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant uh, broadcaster. But one of the things he said, <laughs> he said it. To, he, I think he said it to us on on Ghostly Talk here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were interviewing. We were just we never interviewed people. We just talked. We were having a conversation, right? And it was, if I remember correctly, it was about the snowball intercept message that we mm-hmm. got. Um, it was this weird thing, and you can go back and listen. Just look for Snowball Intercept Message in our old archives, and you can listen to the show. It was a very interesting thing. Somebody picked up a, a, a transmission on a ham radio yep. that basically alluded to, if I remember correctly, that was a long time ago, um, a comet is coming, and here's here's the date mm-hmm. and time. It's going to just demolish the earth. And we're like, holy shit. And it was a creepy-sounding right. robotic-type message that was on the, the, the what they recorded. So somehow we were able to talk to Clyde about this. He came on our show and we talked. And we said, well, are, do you think this is really going to happen? He's like, well, I can't answer that. He's like, it's an interesting message. Somebody sent it to me and I thought it was interesting. He's like, but the fact of the matter is here, guys, the majority majority of us as people are just going to lead to our dying day mundane lives. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of how we are as a race, I think. I don't live like that. I happen to really have fun mm-hmm. because I choose to do that, right? right? But I know other people, and I'm, this is not a stab at people, some people are uh, composed just to sit and just kind of watch the world go by. Right. It's not how I live. Wake I don't up, want to live go to way. work, do your time, punch out, Yeah, go do your home, thing, do you know, nothing. not really feel fulfilled, but just get Veg by. in front of know? the TV all day. And I know a lot of people like that, and it's like, you know, I feel, and that's the stuff that really kind of gets on my nerves after a while, because I get around people like that, and, you know, it's a way, what's up, man? Oh, dude, it's just it's got this going on, and, you know, work's going pretty cool. We're having fun there, and this is happening. I got, you know, I got things I'm looking forward to. I got trips planned when we doing, and, you know, working on this record, or, hey, I bought this new record here. It's really good. You got to listen mm-hmm. to it. It's really cool. You know, Ghostly Talk's doing this thing, whatever it might be, right? Right. I got shit going on. Right. You know, I, I like to do things. I've always, even since Ghostly Talks, we've always stayed busy with things, mm-hmm. right? Whatever it might be. And then... Yeah, I. So hey, what's up with you, man? You know. Oh well, you know. Uh, I go to work every day. Not all, and I've had this. Well, not all. And then I come home and I watch Forensic Files. Hey, hey, repeat for like twenty four hours. Easy, easy on the front. And then I get up and I go to work and then I come home. Why you gotta gotta bust on Forensic Files? It it was the first fucking show that popped into my head. Okay, Forensic Files is great. Forensic Files is great, but if Forensic Files that's your life is the totality of your life. Yeah, yeah. Just shoot yourself. If that's what you have I'm, to look I'm forward kidding. to. I'm Don't anybody shoot yourself. Don't, don't shoot that you, was no, a joke. That was a joke. Don't shoot yourself, please. Don't do that. We don't, um, we don't have any ra- money. We're rather than do that, get up, go outside, and see the world. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, you're right. If that's what you have to look forward to at the end of the day, like that's your big, right. that, that's your big like, headliner. Yes, I'm off work. I can go watch TV. That's your headliner. Or I can go kill zombies in front of my Xbox or whatever. But at the Get same time, the world. at the same time, I mean, you know, happiness and fulfillment is in the eye of the beholder. Exactly. And if they're 
absolutely happy doing it, which I know some would probably say they are, yeah, but aren't, yeah. then that's fine. If they're perfectly pleased going at home, putting on their yeah. bunny rabbit PJs and their slippers and sitting in front of the TV watching the night away, more power to you. Knock your socks off. I think I think what, what it comes down to, what we're talking about here, is I what I think true fulfillment is is creation. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had this conversation with lots of people, and I'm like, I think you're really you're happiest when you're actually creating things. You're yep. building things, right? Now that's never easy. Nope. You're building, and I think you're building. You're always building. You're building a household. You're building a family. Those are like those are the things that lots of people do, mm-hmm. right? But you know, you're, you're building. You know, a book. Amber's a writer. She builds books, mm-hmm. right? I build albums sometimes when I don't. Yeah, I build albums. I, I build a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. You're always creating things. And that's kind of what I say to them. I'm like, you know, go out and build shit. Right. Add to this body of stuff, right? Um, make your mark. I mean, I'm, right. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to get preachy and it, here. It doesn't but, you know, it's have like, to be, oh, my God, he saves 50 people from a burning building. Make your mark. Just something that makes thing. you feel yeah. like well, yeah. your yeah. life had purpose. I don't care if you crochet hats every day of your life and donate them to the homeless in the winter. That's making your mark. You're making your mark. Yeah, exactly. You're doing something to better others as well as yourself. We'll call this Scott and Bonnie's end of the year message. (laughs) Scott and Bonnie's end of the year message. But it's true. It's true. Uh, And the people, the, the most unhealthy people I see mentally and physically are ones that just don't create. Right. They sit. And they wait for shit to come to mm-hmm. them. And I'm like, it's not coming to you. The, and that's the not further how the we world go, works. The further we go out, man, the less stuff's coming to you. That's, You're going to have to go out there and get it. That's not how know? the world works. Yeah, so I think that's um, that's what I, you know, as far as this idea of just being complacent, I just don't do that. Well, what, my, what I was saying about that is I, what pisses me off about it is hmm. that I've had these that conversation I was having, let's say that mock conversation, um, what happens is, so I say, yeah, I'm doing this and doing that. It's all kinds of fun shit, blah, blah, blah. It's great. It's cool. And then I go, so what about you? And they, you know, again, they go, Ooh. and then I've had this said to me before. I go, well, dude, that's kind of a bummer. Why don't you, why don't you do stuff? Well, you know, not all of us can have exciting lives like you, Scott. Mm. Yeah. Actually, we can. Actually, you can. But that's kind of up to you. So don't put the burden of that shit on me. Right. That's what really makes me mad. I've had that said, well, you know, not all of us can do what you do, Scott. Well, no, maybe not all of us can do what I do. You know what? Not No one is asking you to do what Scott does. No, do your own thing. Go out and do what makes you happy. Go out and take a fucking walk. I don't care. That's all you got to do. Just take a walk and start with that. You don't have to be able to afford a trip to Disney World every year. Just go do something. Go see. I, I perked her right up. Go see something local that's interesting or different or sparks your interest just do something yeah go on like i said go and take a walk you don't have to spend money utilize the sidewalks you pay taxes exactly for. I, that's what i you, I, you know I pay. you don't have to spend money to do something no, you don't. fulfilling you don't, you don't i mean i go to the nature center just a few miles away from here all the time mm-hmm. i go to the the troy nature center where we live here and um i just walk right I just go out there and walk, and there's deers there. I can, I can look at deers. Deer. I, I'm sorry, deer. You're right. Deer. There's deer there. I can see deer. I don't pay a dime for that. I, right. I spent a couple of dollars maybe on gas. I, I don't know. I see that driving home. What, deer? Yeah. 
driving down West Jefferson, this is no joke. Um, at any given time, at any point during the year, if you are driving down West Jefferson at night, at some point, a deer is going to run across the road without fail. Dear God. I see him we all had the time. One, we had one dart out when I was heading to your house last weekend on uh, 96. Deer ran right across the road. Thankfully, I was I was behind the car, and I, I saw it and slowed down. Was but, it yeah. a little red car? A little. Because <laughs> oh, little red cars I don't want are to, dangerous. That's, I'm not telling that story without Doug here. <laughs> We've told that story before. It's one of the greatest stories of all time. It is. That's when we thought Doug lose his temper. I always reference that story when someone's like, yeah, this asshole Dude, in front lo- of me on the freeway. And I'm like, was it a little red car? No, and I always reference like- it. I always reference it when somebody's like, man, I lost my temper. I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. My friend Doug lost his temper that one was- time. And that actually that, that actually damaged the space-time continuum to a certain degree, I think. the most horrific yet hilarious experience. Because truth, truth be told. Yeah. It was a mere matter of inches that kept Scott nearly, and I alive. We nearly died. We nearly it died. It literally was a mere matter of inches. If I don't who know, was you, driving the see, truck you're, behind us? You're Lisa? leaking all that. You're leaking all this shit. We're gonna have to tell the whole thing. No, we don't have to tell the whole thing. I forgot but who was behind. No, Lisa was behind us driving Will's truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Lisa had tapped us just a little bit from yeah. behind, yeah. you and I would be dead. Yeah, we 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 nearly died. Because that, that day. semi would have smoked us. We were we were, I felt it buzz by my ear. Oh yeah. I mean, I literally felt that thing buzz by my ear. It was that. We're talking about something that happened many years ago, but uh, and that and, was that was a profound day. That and was, we that was heavy we day. talk about it all the time in the humor aspect of Doug going absolutely apeshit on this woman on the side of the road. There's no other way to talk about it now, though, because if, if we really talked about it, how we really felt. But oh my god! I mean, in truth. When we got out of the car on the side of the road, I walked up and down the side of the road with my hand on my chest because I thought my heart was going to yeah. explode out of my body. Yeah. Well, that and that goes back to what we're talking about. That though. fucking scary. Yeah, and that goes back to what we're talking about. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter when you're dead. I don't know. I don't know what happens after you die. I have no idea. But you hear about people. And there's people every day. People are dying. Mm-hmm. You know, did they do anything? Did they leave any kind of mark? Did they did they right. try anything? Did they go out there and... At the end of the day, <clears throat> and I know we said find your purpose, make your mark, whatever. Our end of the year message, yeah. At, at the end of the day, if someone feels your... Sexy? What? No. Uh, what? Yeah, if someone feels you're sexy. If after you're gone, someone carries on your memory. Yeah. Then you've made your mark. You made your mark with that person. I like that. Yeah. I carry on my grandparents' memory every day. I talk about my grandparents all the time. And my grandmother has been dead for 15 years. Yeah. I talk about them every day. They, and they didn't lead exciting, let's go on trips, let's do this, let's do that lives. Yeah. But they made an impact on my life, so they matter. Their and there life you go. matters. And there you go. That, that's really what it, I mean. It don't it, again. It don't have to be like you know. You you made a movie or you right. wrote a book. Right. You or don't something. have to save it, it the is, world it is from the lives you touch. Zombies yeah. or aliens or yeah. If if your presence on this earth touched someone else's life, 
You left him. Yeah, it's the lives you touch. That's it. That's exactly what it is. Um, yeah, I don't know how to how, how do we get from celebrity? Well, yeah. I, I don't know, but we got deep. We got deep, man. I went off on politics, and then I got deep. This is deep. And I feel like I smoked a big fatty before we did this, but I'm completely drug free. Yeah, Bonnie's straight edge. I, I would just like Bonnie's, to say. Bonnie's totally straight. Thanks, Bonnie, for letting us know. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> Eat your vegetables every day. Exercise. Get outside. In the words of Nancy Reagan, because it's topical, just yeah. say no. Just, <laughs> yeah, the war on drugs. That's what I mean. It's pretty, pretty funny, too, but, you know. I am too drug free myself, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah. Um, how's that working out for you guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't work that well. I think we should uh, let's land this thing. Yeah, uh, let's my head land hurts. Um, I think I'm getting sicker and sicker as we do this show, uh, and I'm out of coffee too. I got emotional. That's that's enough for uh, one I, year. Yeah, I yeah. Go find your unicorns, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, this is the last show of the year. Obviously, we're literally. Uh, uh, on, on hours time. away. Seven hours, yeah, about six and a half, six hours, 45 minutes from New Year's here in beautiful Michigan. So everybody have a happy New Year. And safe. No yeah. one drinking drive. Please be careful out there. Yeah, there's a lot of maniacs out there. Uh, and we're going to see you guys in 2017. Well, I know this show was kind of, uh, we didn't, we just wanted to do something. Right. We just wanted to get together and work on this thing. And we that's done fine. It in a while. I think we needed to get some of this stuff out. Um, next time around, I'm, we're going to get, we got some things on the cooker now. We're kind of getting things going again. Uh, so I don't know when the next show is going to be. We keep saying that, and we don't know when it's going to be, but hopefully it'll be soon. Uh, so, again, everybody have a good New Year. Uh, Amber, you were kind of quiet today. Because she's all about the pizza. Yeah, I got this family feeding frenzy I'm looking at. I want to order it just because it's called family well, let, feeding let, frenzy. Let, what, is it, what, what does that entail? Just before we, we get done here. What is, what Two is, medium pizzas, three toppings, and... Uh, Breadsticks. That's a feeding frenzy? Yeah, I thought that was weird too, but that was the better deal. But I guess that's a frenzy. How much is this going to cost? Like, you're just going to get that it and be like, That would even <laughs> feed my family. So It comes with a monster that jumps that's out of my, the box. My, it should be called personal feeding frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying with my family. No, that no, wouldn't, it wouldn't. That wouldn't cover that's my That's why family. the name caught my attention. I'm like, hmm, what's that? Is that like eight pizzas? That wouldn't cover the no. nieces and nephews. I mean... So I guess we're going to eat pizza, or they're going to eat pizza. I'm going to eat stew uh, and have my coffee tonight and try to get well here. Uh, I hope I'm not getting sick. I hope so, too. Think yourself you not sick. sick. I'm going to be pissed. I shouldn't have walked out in the outside yesterday for so long. I think that's what it Just is. Just don't touch him, Bonnie. Well, I have I no... Fucking touching me anyways. It's not like I'm going to make out with him or anything, so... No, uh, Yeah. All right. Happy New Year, guys. See you in 2017. We're going we're gonna to get the fuck out of here. Uh, this has been Ghostly Talk. I'm Scott L. I'm Bonnie. Amber. What? That's how I felt like seeing it.